Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hello. Hope you're having an amazing day. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Husband Factory Podcast. I am here with you on this beautiful day. So good to be here. Listen, I want to tell you about a young lady that I know, and her name is Sarah changed her name, but let's assume that her name is Sarah and Sarah works in a bakery. She loves baking. She loves culinary arts. She loves making pastries and she is actually in culinary school. But in the meantime, she got a job at a bakery just to kind of hone her skills and make some extra money while she's in school. One day in walks this gorgeous guy, you know, her type, tall, you know, handsome, everything. And, you know, she just, of course, notices him. You know, there's some people that are just universally fine. You know, that if you saw them on a mag, uh, most people would consider them attractive, no matter if they're your type or not. You would know that this person, like Zac Efron, he's universally fine. Most people would say that that's a good looking guy, you know. So anyhow, so he came in a few times and maybe once a week or so. And she noticed him, but she never thought anything could come of it because she felt he was, you know, out of her league. You know, she felt he was a lot more attractive than, you know, the guys that she's dated. So she didn't think he'd be attracted to her. And he was also affluent. He drove a car that was at least $100,000 and he had an air of affluence. He had an air of wealth. He had an air of prestige and professionalism that she felt that she didn't have. It's not that she didn't have it, but she felt like she didn't have it. So she felt like he was sophisticated and she wasn't. So she just admired him. You know how it is. You just admire somebody from afar. You don't think anything is ever going to come of it. But one day he asked her to go out. And the way he asked her to go out wasn't anything super romantic. But he said, yeah, you know, you want to get together sometime? And she was like, wow, you know, sure. And of course, after she left... She, you know, went in the bathroom and jumped and screamed like we do. You know, she was so excited. Like, what is happening? How can the guy that I like, like me, like I admire him so much. I think he's so cool. I think he's so amazing and handsome. And, you know, I can't believe he wants to date me too. So she was really excited. She was stoked, actually. You know, she thought this was fate. This was like a Cinderella, you know. She was really excited. So, but eventually, you know, so they went out. And his personality wasn't that great, you know, as as his looks were. But, you know, she liked him. He was he was a good guy and he seemed to be okay. He seemed to have his ups and downs. And but she never brought up the fact that she was a Christian because at that time she felt like, well, you know, let me just get we're just getting to know each other. You know, so they got to know each other and they started to get to know each other. Then the topic of religion came up and it turns out that he was not a Christian, but he did believe in God and, you know, all of that stuff. But he didn't he didn't believe in organized religion religion. He didn't believe that religion should be structured or anything like that. So he didn't believe in going to church, reading the Bible, those kind of things. So she continued to date him. And of course, you know, if somebody doesn't believe in those things, he probably doesn't believe in abstinence. He probably doesn't believe that you people shouldn't sleep together before they get married. He probably doesn't believe a lot of things that's in God's word because he doesn't know God's word because he doesn't think it's important. So eventually Sarah compromised and she started sleeping with him. But the thing about it is they weren't even in a relationship. They were just dating. So 
Long story short, Sarah began to realize that this guy would only call her when he wanted to sleep with her. You know, he would only call her, hey, what are you doing? Oh, okay, well, I'm going to come over. And, you know, she would try and let's go out or she would try and cook something or do something or play a game or something. But eventually that's where it would lead to. And then she realized, like, wait a minute. So this guy's just using me. Took her a while to realize that and took her a while to realize, too, that she had put her faith on the back burner throughout this entire relationship, hoping that one day things would change, hoping that one day he would change, hoping that one day maybe he would notice the God in her and 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 see God. Maybe one of the, the times when he did allow her to talk to him about God, that it would click, it would stick, but it never did. None of the things that she told him about God ever made any difference. It never brought any curiosity. Even if it was curiosity, it was it was pretend curiosity because he really wasn't that interested. Sarah had compromised to be with this guy. And there was no going back now. The only thing she could do was break up with him. And the thing about it is she couldn't even be mad at him because she was the one that allowed her heart to be put out there in the first place. And she was the one that entered into a relationship with someone that didn't have the same value systems as she did. So eventually she broke it up. And, you know, she as trying to heal her broken heart. So when you listen to this story, it's a true story, by the way, but when you listen to it, what do you think she could have done differently? I think there's a few things she could have done differently. Number one thing for me is that she should have run. You know, that's my favorite word, R-U-N, run, run, run. The minute she found out that the guy was an unbeliever or he was a carnal Christian, she should have run a thousand miles an hour in the opposite direction. Now, I know you're saying, okay, you just get to know somebody, right? And they tell you they're not a Christian, then you're just going to disappear off the face of the earth. Um, If that person is your type, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if somebody is your type, when I say your type, I mean physically, like he looks the way you like. He's your type of fine. Run. You cannot, you don't have, you don't have the power. I don't have the power to resist sexual temptation. Mother Teresa, God rest her soul, doesn't have the power to resist sexual temptation. None of us have the power to resist sexual temptation. Even the Bible tells you to run. The Bible says flee youthful lust. The Bible tells you to run away. You don't have the power, especially if he's your type. If you're not that, that attracted to him, then you could probably say, okay, you know, you kind of let him go slowly. Like maybe you stop answering calls or just tell him you're so busy. Or right now you're, you know, you really got to focus on school. You're not doing well. Or right now there's a new project at work and it's sw- and you're swamped. Maybe, you know, you'll have time in the summer, but right now you don't have time. Or you can tell him all kind of things if you're really not that into him like that. But if he's your type, If when you see him, your body starts acting crazy, then you need to run away. Even if when I say acting crazy, it could even be just like your heart is beating or, you know, you you have a shortness of breath or you're just excited to see him. You need to run in the opposite direction because the chances of you keeping your sanity and your purity are slim. Okay, so don't even try it. Number two, what Sarah could have done is. And then this is something she should have done before meeting him. And so this is what I'm asking you to do. Work on your value system. Identify what really is your value system. Look at your past couple of relationships, right? Who have they been with? 
Who have your past couple of relationships been with? Have they been with guys that were Christians, like real Christians? Have they been with guys that were carnal? And when I say carnal, meaning like, yeah, I believe in God, but I still smoke. I still drink. I still sleep around. I still do what I want to do. I come to church when I feel like it. I, I God is not my boss. I am my own boss. That's what I mean by that. So if those are the type of guys that you've been dating, hmm, the guy is not the issue. It's you. Why are you attracted to them? Why do you allow them to be in your space after you find out that they're like that? It's one thing if you really don't know somebody, right? We have to get to know each other. But once you find out that, hey, this is how this guy is, why do you let them in your space? I don't understand. If that is the case, then you need to work on your value system. Say, God, help me. And you can pray this, okay? And when I say this, please don't be offended. Please don't think like I'm bashing you because, honey, nobody was worse at this than me. Oh, my goodness. If you weren't fine, if you didn't have a six pack, if you didn't know how to talk and dress and I wasn't even looking at you. I wasn't looking at the inside. I was looking only at the exterior, how they made me feel, how they treated me, where they took me. Not really so much where they took me, but I, I, I did care a lot about the exterior. And I didn't realize that that was my, I was being led by that more so than by inside because you really can't see somebody's inside, right? You really can't see that. So everybody is, you kind of had to get to know everybody, but I wasn't, allowing myself to get to know people who were who maybe weren't exactly what I wanted on the outside you understand what I'm saying and then the ones that were what I wanted on the outside once that I found out that they were no good I didn't I didn't walk away you know I kept thinking hey maybe things will change kind of like Sarah so what you need to do is realize wait a minute what is the most important to me let me be honest with myself if the most important things to me are not the most important things to god then i need to work on that because i will continue to be in heartache i'll continue to be in heartbreak until i fix it so what things should you be attracted to maybe you need to start looking for somebody that shows respect you know maybe you start looking for somebody that shows kindness maybe that you look for somebody that shows you know faithfulness you can see those things after you're getting to know them which is why i always preach don't start dating be friends it's easier to stop being friends with somebody than to stop being in a relationship with somebody and you don't necessarily have to stop being their friend that's the good thing about it too you can keep that relationship if like if you have only male friends and you find out that they're really a bad person, you can just keep being their friend because at least you know you're never going to take it to the next level. And then they may end up being a good business partner or they may end up being somebody that can introduce you to your real husband. But if you enter a relationship with them, you no longer have that option. So that's why if you ever... And there's a joke that if you you meet a guy and then you meet his friends and you realize you got the ugly one, you know, his friends are fine, but you already his friends already know you to be his girl. So there's nothing you can do about it, you know. So better for you to stay friends with guys. Be friends. Don't go beyond the friend zone until you get to know who they are. That is number three. That's the third she, thing she could have done. Be friends. Friends, don't start kissing. Don't start going to their house. Don't start. Of course, obviously, you know, no other ter uh, form of physical intimacy. Just be friends. Don't even hold hands. Holding hands is a, is a boundary. Don't be just be friends until you find out who they are so that that so that you can walk away with your dignity. You can walk away and the relationship is still intact. They may end up being a good person in, in, in other areas of life, but not as a not as a, a romantic interest. OK, 
So number one, run away. If you, when you find out they're an unbeliever or carnal Christian, especially if they're your type. Number two, work on your value system. Number three, be friends first. Allow yourself the opportunity to be their friend first before jumping into anything. And number four, this is just a bonus, get some accountability. If Sarah had accountability at this time and she had told people, and when I say tell people, I don't mean tell your friends that gonna that are that are going to be like, but but is he fine? Okay, okay, okay. I heard what you're saying, but is he fine? No, not that friend. Tell somebody that you know has Christian values. Tell someone that you know is going to put you in order. Tell someone that you know is gonna be like, you know better than this. You know, somebody that's gonna correct you. Because if she had that, the relationship would not have gone that far. Don't underestimate the power of love. Don't underestimate the power of a woman wanting to please a man. You know, that's Eve's curse. That's the curse we got from Eve, that our desire should be to our husband. Women have a natural desire to please men. And it's not, it's from Eve. So you have a natural desire to please the men that you meet, that you like. So you need help. You need help. You need somebody who's not in love with him. You need somebody who's not attracted to him the way you are that can look from the outside in and tell you, girl, you need to stop. Girl, you need to move on. Girl, this is not good for you. Girl, why are you allowing him to talk to you like that? Girl, you deserve better than this. That's what you need. Okay, so I hope this episode helped you. Anything you compromise to get, you are going to have to keep compromising to keep. As some married women, there is married women that actually got married, but they are miserable now because in the midst of their singleness with that guy, they compromise certain things to get him and they have to keep compromising those things to keep him. Sometimes it's your self-respect. If you compromise your self-respect in the dating area, you're going to keep compromising your self-respect in order to keep him. If you compromise your Christian values while you're dating him, you can't turn around now and tell him, oh, well, you knew, well, you know, now I want us to stop sleeping together. You're going to have to keep compromising to keep him and you do not want that. All right. God has awesome, awesome plans for you. He has awesome things that he wants you to do on the earth. So don't compromise. Trust him. He will never, ever let you down. Have a good day. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.